Welcome to the seventh episode of the Sideliners Podcast. My name is Fabian. What's up, guys? My name is Sam. It's your boy, Ike. And um, we're here to talk some Seahawks after a very depressing loss. Now, some of the other things, I mean, we're obviously going to get into the playoff picture since we're just a few weeks, Two weeks away, away, a couple weeks away from that. A lot of exciting things going on in the NFL. But let's uh, decipher what the heck happened on Sunday. Man, and we couldn't even go back to the week before because two just yeah two straight losses in a row, and it just it's it's been it's been tough. And you know the loss against the Jaguars, I'm not gonna take away from that. The Jaguars just straight up manhandled the Seahawks, which you don't hear that often. But Blake it, Bortles played very well. Blake and he's Bortles been playing well. potentially the best game of his career. He's been playing really really well yeah. against what we would consider an elite defense. Yeah. Which yeah. we'll get into that in a little sec, and you know a little bit later on what the heck is going on with the Seahawks. Yeah. But and then what, against the Rams. Oh, yeah. That's so just, obviously that we hurt. we know what happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I mean, the Seahawks didn't even, sh- I feel like they didn't even show up. Yeah. So out of all the horrible things that the Seahawks did on Sunday against the Rams, what would, I want to hear from each of you guys. What was the, what was the worst thing <laughs> that the Seahawks did bad? I mean, what, what was the worst thing out of that game? I mean, that's really hard to compare, but I, I two jump out straight at me, you know. Todd Gurley, he went wild, so we couldn't stop the run. But then I think about how bad our offense was, and I don't know, you guys can chime in, but what was worse? They were both bad. I mean, four touchdowns or punting and and special, uh, and special teams every single drive. Like, we were punting on offense every drive, four, three and out, three and out. Three. We had a great position yeah. all game. So, uh, I don't know, what do you guys think was worse? I think those are the two that jump out at me, and obviously injuries, but that's something we can't control. Right. For me, honestly, for me, the, the thing that, and, and I had this, I, I just saw this at the end of the game, I was just like, man, for me, it was special, special teams. It was our special teams just completely just, Sucked, and yeah. I think that's the thing. Yeah, Todd Gurley beat you, but Todd Gurley, of course, is going to beat you if he only has to run, you know, 10, exactly. 15, yeah, 20 yeah. yards and in. Can we all agree this is the first game that I think that we've seen in a while because it was the biggest blow in P. P. Carroll's tenure here with us. Yeah. Um, this was a bad game in all three phases, not just if we can't just oh, pinpoint yeah. one. Like really for the bad. first time that we've ever seen, just horrible in all three phases. So right. that doesn't help. But yeah, I mean, the worst thing. Um, you say, you say, um. You say special teams. I say our offense, man. I mean, Russell fumbled uncharacteristic of himself. I mean, couldn't get anything sacked, going. Overthrowing Doug like Baldwin. That's yeah. true. It's not just Russell. It's the offensive line. It's, no one was in sync. The fumble, Nick Vanette, when he, or was Tyron McAvoy. McAvoy. Just horrible game, man. Could never get it in a good game script. I mean, everybody. Dude, bad. That, I think some of those fumbles, though, and I don't know if you guys agree, or not, some of those uh, sacks, I think those are on Russell, man. I there was so. one where he spun out. He had Doug Baldwin coming across. There was just a, dump it oh, off, yeah. 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 Just get I rid mean, of just get rid of the freaking ball. It was ball, an all-around team collectively bad yeah, effort. <laughs> it was. It just. It was. I. It's really hard to say which one was worse, but I'm gonna agree with uh, Fabian. I think, you know, you start with great field position, and that just it's it pins the defense back, and and it forces them to to play tougher and better. And obviously that didn't happen either. So, but I'm, I'm going to say, man, special teams that they had great field position all game long. I think our defense would have had a shot if they were, if they, if they started, you know, and we did start off. Well, if you remember, we started off holding them to two field goals. Yeah. It looked good. We got an interception, a turnover. And then we were lucky to be down. The offense never got, never got going. So it was just a collectively bad game. Horrible, horrible, which do you have some of the stats on that last game? What was the, what was the total offense? Because this was ridiculous. I I, and I feel like it didn't even get over 30 yards. Todd Gurley had a fantasy day for those of you that own him. 40 points. 
Something like that, right? Not like a record. Holy something. Cow. No, was, we were looking to see I, I, if they would have kept on him, and he probably would have broken it. I think the record's like fifty-four fantasy points. Holy cow! I know. Um, Ike's your, your little brother had him, and it's like, man, if only he had done this last week. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. beat him. He in got that eliminated. First round, he got eliminated. Yeah. But man, that was. I don't know. I'm I'm really struggling to to to. Obviously, now our playoff our playoff um, hopes hopes are, are in other people's hands. Exactly, and you don't ever want to do that. You don't ever yeah. want to do that because now, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about the next game, but really, it's really, what I want to get into is what is this Seahawks team like now? You know, we're, yeah. seeing, we're seeing the NFC West has turned um, more competitive. I was, it was actually a good game. We were watching, uh, we watched the end of the game. Um, I watched the end of the San Francisco game. Yeah, they played, uh, who the played Titans. the Titans? And, and it, what, Jimmy G, man. He Jimmy looks great. G, dude. Hey, they got this some of franchise We call this man Jimmy GQ. <laughs> he's man. high. Cuz, just look at him. Uh, he's he's a little pretty. He looks like man. a franchise yeah. quarterback. He looks like a franchise quarterback. <laughs> just He's got the hair, the face. He's just franchise quarterback, man. Jimmy GQ. Uh, well, yeah, he's playing well. They haven't lost since they've had him. Right. Besides I, the Seahawks game, but he didn't start. Right, yeah. he didn't. Um, I like him more than Jared Goff, man. I cannot... And, and the whole game during that Seahawks game, and I and I want to and I I want to get in. I'm talking. I'm bringing up the NFC West because I want to get into what the heck. What, what is our identity now? Yeah. Like I'm I'm just I'm I, I feel like this team for it to play that poorly. Like you just you have to not know who you are. And I asked myself, what the heck is going on in that locker room for you to like not even show up, man? You did not show up. Yeah, um, and that's a great question. You know, asking our identity. We know that in the past, it's always been run the ball. Play solid defense. Where and, you have and, mode, though. And, yeah, and just do enough on offense. You know, Russell managed the game. Sort of and what the sadly, doing. sadly, this team is, you know, and, and and people, the national media outlets all go, always go back to this, but you know, I, I I gotta say that it's true. The moment we traded away Max Unger, a Pro Bowl center, mm. for Jimmy Graham, we, we got too cute. We got too cute. We changed our identity. We don't we don't run the ball the same that we that we used the same way we used to. We we don't have good defense because this is a aging expensive defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um the identity we once had, unfortunately we haven't seen it this year, man. It's been an aired out team. Russell puts it on his back and you just can't win football games like that. It's it's not sustainable. No, it's not. Like I, I like the fact that I mean I I like the fact that Russell can, you know, make plays happen. Yeah. You know, this is like a set thing. Um, the Seahawks have a, 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 it's a set play now that when Russell runs around, they plan, they tried to plan for this. Yeah. But like you said, I don't think it's sustainable, man. It's not, like you man. You can't, you can't. You become one dimensional. Russell Wilson cannot be your freaking team's leading rusher, bro. Oh, that's, yeah, that's tough. It yeah. can't, he can't be your leading rusher. And I'm going to have to agree with you that identity, whether they wanted to change it or not changed when they made that trade happen. Yep. And obviously I was happy about it. I'm not going to say I wasn't happy. Right, you trade away a lineman who nobody really cares about. Well, now we do, but back then we we didn't care, and we got Jimmy Graham, this guy that you know is one of the top top tight ends. And well, he did great, you know, with Drew Brees. But I feel like the only time he's done good is this season. We've yeah, seen this season he's really he's done well, but that doesn't make up for a running game. You it know, doesn't. when and you don't when you can't up. run the ball, you, there's no consistency in the offense. It's hey, it's predictable. He's and gonna drop back. That's when we and changed pass. who we were, and I think yeah. It just we put ourselves in that position to to not be a running team and to rely so much on Russell Wilson and he's done all he's can to keep us afloat, you know? Right. But we changed our identity and that's why our running game isn't the same, our offensive line is bad and, and it just it's what it is. Now Dave, Dave, um Fabian, you had a incredible stat that you pulled up 
Um, it was nuts. Let me pull it up here. I yeah. have it up. I have it up. So I don't want to mess this up. But this was ridiculous. I was uh, surfing the internet and check this out. This is the headline, okay? Um, and this is coming from uh, fieldgills.com. Field, um, uh, Russell Wilson is the most recent position player drafted by the Seahawks to make the Pro Bowl. So none of the 56 players drafted by the Seahawks since Wilson in 2012 have been named to the Pro Bowl, uh, except for Tyler Lockett, who made it in 2015 as a returner. Can you believe that? So since that 2012 class, we had Bobby, we had Russell. Those guys were great. Obviously, and then after that, after the after, the, the, Bowl, we after that second. class, it's only been Tyler Lockett. That's it as a returner, not wow. even a wide receiver. Yeah. So that that makes me think: what's what's going on with our drafts? I and mean, I can't ex- I can't expect this next draft to be too good because we drafted away some you know decent picks, or we gave away some decent picks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and you know I gotta say that's true. It's, we've kind of been. It's been hit or miss in the past couple. Like we, I immediately think of Malik McDowell, our first pick this year. Big time miss. Miss. No, nowhere to be seen on the field. Got in an ATV accident, um, and then got arrested. I mean, Shaq Griffin was Am a I good pick. Am I thinking of the same guy? Uh, did he get arrested? Is that the homie that got arrested? Malik for being McDowell. Yeah, he got arrested. Uh, some ATM and or some ATV. Uh, yeah, no, that's something else. Sorry, yeah, yeah. but he did get arrested, he and there's like recently... an embarrassing video where oh it's like, gosh. "Dude, what are you doing?" Dude, you know it's bad that when the first time I see like the Seahawks first draft is a freaking mugshot. Like that's when you know it's bad, bro. That's the first <laughs> time I saw this homie's face. Dang, is a freaking mugshot. Like, come on, man. I don't know, and I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's gonna play at all. I think the Seahawks <laughs> are gonna get rid of him, um, from what I've been reading. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved on and. Yeah, just looking at the draft recaps for what the Seahawks have drafted, man, 2012 was probably their last uh, great. Yeah, that's I would say. that's when they graded us an F. But yeah. read off some of those names: Bruce Servin in the first round, Bobby Wagner in the second, Russell Wilson in the third. Like those three guys Jeez. did so much franchise, for franchise. changers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Bruce Irvin moved on, and Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson probably are two mm-hmm. best players. On Jer- our team. I see Jeremy Lane there. He's been a solid player. Yeah, you see, uh, uh, Jr. Sweezy, he moved on. He's made a career. Um, they got Robert Turbin, who's made a career as a, a serviceable backup. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's on IR, and that draft class, like that, was pretty good. And then look at the that, next one. Look at the very the first pick. The next really one was really bad, man. Christine Mike won the second round. Jordan Hill, Chris Harper, Jesse Williams. Who, like, who are, are these, these guys? guys? <laughs> oh old Simon, he was bad. Uh, I, there's one bright spot, Luke Wilson, who's been serviceable yeah, as their second no, tight end. Wow, dude, if you legit that list right there, I don't know any of those names besides yeah. Luke Wilson. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And Christine Michael, who 2013 is draft. a good running back. Trash. Yeah, 2014, P. Rich, who he's paying off finally, it seems like. Uh, Justin Britt, who's right. been I like P. Rich because he can, he, he can, he can he's that spark in the offense sometimes Yeah, he makes things it, happen, you know I mean? but Justin right after Britt. that, you don't know any names. Wow. You know, and so it leads me to think that, that these guys have been missing on some of these recent draft choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I trust them because they're the guys that drafted an F class and it turned out to be an A class with Russell and, and Bobby and Bruce. And and they've made great picks overall. You know, Frank Clark in 2015, Tyler Lockett. But it just, I, I feel like we've been missing, you know, especially right. with guys like Jermaine Effetti. And I think one big thing too, guys, we have to give them a pass. I don't think we've ever seen a team this decimated by injuries from the time Pete Carroll's been here. Right, like you're, we're not the same defense out there because we don't we're have not. Cam. We don't have we, those are Pro Bowl guys. I can't give them a pass though. I give them a pass. I mean, I don't expect them to be elite like they were with those guys. But, right. Um, 
I just, I guess I have some sympathy for that. You know, like, come on, man. We've never been this injured. I mean, I, I feel Averill. for the guys that have gotten hurt. and uh, But the thing is, is it's football. And I think as a coach and GM, you got to plan for injuries. Yeah, because true. It is you have to have depth sport. behind that. That's true. So there, there is no pass for me. Like, we are so decimated to the point where our backups can't just come in and, and make impacts. Mm-hmm. And so that's on us. That's not on anybody else. That's not on injuries. That's on us. You got to, if you're a good team, you got to have depth and be good uh, no matter who's out there. Right, which, well, that that leads me to to this, since we're talking about drafts and things like that. What is Pete Carroll, John Schneider, what are they going to do this year, this offseason? I have a list of a bunch of players who are going to be free agents, Mm -hmm. you know, um, at the end of the season. And I'm, you know, we may only see a couple more, a couple more games out of a lot of these guys on this list. But what is, what is our identity? We're we're being faced with, um, you know, it looks like things are just sparking up in L.A. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we know that San Francisco, they've got themselves a, a franchise quarterback, and, and they have of tons these, of draft picks ready. And exactly. And both of these teams are offensive heavy. Mm-hmm. Is it time for the Seahawks to change their identity from I'm now going to be an offensive team? You know? No. No, I, I'll disagree. No, um, because this is the way Pete Carroll's ran his teams all his, from his time back at USC. This is who he is. And it's good football, honestly. If you think it's complimentary football, you run the ball, you possess the clock, you manage the game, you don't cause turnovers on, on offense, and you create turnovers on defense. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great way of winning football games. It's, it's probably the most methodical way of doing it. Right. And... When you want to change that, I mean, what does that say about you? You know, you want to be true to who you are. And, and I don't, I mean, Russell's great and, and he could probably perform in that type of offense as we've seen this year, but that's not a good way to win football games. And I, I would disagree with that, especially when you have teams that win, that are winning with great offenses. You're, you're just going to try to make it a shootout every week. No, I, I disagree. Um, we get back to basics. We, we draft more defensive players like we always have. Mm-hmm. And, you 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 know you, the uh, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, defense win championships, so that's right. what got us ours. I don't think you changed your identity just because yeah. people around you are changing. It's just I I just find it hard to believe that we're gonna have we're gonna get a defense and it's just so you have to put up a lot of points to win against these guys, you know. And I don't yeah. know that we're gonna have a strong enough defense to 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 win. I mean, we we still have to see what they're gonna do in the offseason and what. And that's something true to that. that's something I don't disagree with. I I definitely believe we gotta get younger. We got a lot of older, expensive guys on defense. Exactly. And uh, the history shows, man. Once guys get into their third contracts. Uh, it doesn't look too pretty. You know, they don't perform to the level because those guys take punishment each and every week and they yeah. dish it out too. But you, your body can't do that at the age of 29, 30 as the same way it did in early, you know? So we see that with Jacksonville. And they're lights out, great defense. It reminds me of, of our good days, you know? Uh-huh. And I think defense is always the key because, man, the, the hottest offense in NFL history, we destroyed them in the Super Bowl. You guys don't tell me you forgot that. Yeah. We made that team look like a cupcake team. Right. And they were the best offense in NFL history. So when you have a defense, it, it it's it's lights out. You you win games. Look at the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And they have Blake Bortle as their quarterback winning games. I mean, if we go back to our identity, which should be restoring that defense, we'll be fine. But it obviously takes time and it takes great uh, great effort from management and coaching to pick the right guys. Yeah, I, unfortunately, we're in a position where we don't have any identity. I'd like yeah. to see them go one way or another, and I'm pretty sure most fans and most people would would tend to agree with you. Is uh, you know, go defensive, go to who we are. 
For me, I want to see them go one way or another. Just go one stick way or another it. and stick to it and have an identity. Because this whole thing where you say you're a running team and you pass, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times, you can't keep doing that. That just shows that you don't have an identity. You don't know You don't know who you are and you don't know what you're doing. That's not going to work in this league. You, you need to have an identity and go with it. Okay. And you can succeed both ways. You, you've seen... Uh, uh, the Falcons and, and their explosive offense last year made it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen success with the Steelers and their explosive, you know, offense, and they, they're playing some great football. Um, you see, it obviously, with the Rams, um, they're playing some great football, and they're all around, honestly. And you see it the other ways, too. The Jaguars are playing great football with the uh, outstanding defense. The, the Broncos the Broncos won a championship with the old Peyton Manning yeah. quarterback. And, I mean, it's and possible. the Vikings right now look to be one of the yeah. dangerous teams. <laughs> with Case Keenum. Exactly. So you can do it either way. Uh, most people will will go your way and say, yeah, you know, we've been a defensive team and let's keep going that way. I, I would love to see that, but sometimes I think we need to be progressive. And, and it's kind of like in basketball. The league went from, from big men to little guys shooting three-pointers. Mm-hmm. And even the big guys now, Stretch. you have to shoot three-pointers in order yep. to survive. So I don't want them to be so hard-headed that they don't become a progressive team that adjusts. I think good teams, and you know, they'll, they'll adjust. It's like the Patriots have adjusted. They've been... A, a great defense at one point, and obviously they have Tom Brady, so that helps. But they've been a great offensive teams at other points. I think it's all about adjustment, and I I don't want us to be hard headed. I, th- I think we need to be progressive and and build on our offense as well. Here's a big thing: I mean, you bring up the Patriots. You know they're probably one of the most steady, uh, winningest franchises in the NFL, right? Since they've I been was a kid. they've been doing this for for years. D- yeah. And one thing Dynasty. I do love about Bill Belichick is that no one player is bigger than the team. I mean, these guys let go of huge names if you think back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Darrell Revis, he was there for a year, cut him. It does not, it does not matter. Um, yeah, linebacker. Um, what's his name? Oh, the he guy that to went the to the Browns. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm forgetting his Last name season. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Collins. Jamie Collins or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Right when so were, many I guys. Remember, yeah, yeah. Like these guys have drafted incredible guys and they cut them, let them go. He doesn't fall them, move on. Players. Because it's not about the players, it's about the system. And that's one thing that I'm telling you guys, that's one thing I probably don't disagree. Like, I know that we're going to get into trading or uh, who, who are trade targets for the Seahawks, who are free agents. Did we wait a little too long to let some of these guys go? Because if you trade Sherman this season before the offseason talk, what do you guys think we get in return for that guy? A top 10 draft pick, most likely. Oh, yeah. We top Imagine, ten, look no, at the no, year. No, no. You're like a third rounder. For Sherman, you don't think we get a first round draft pick? No. I think we would. No, I think we would. No, no, they no. were saying too that. Old? They were old? saying that. Yeah, he's no, older. I think these guys are in their prime where they're not too old. Like, this is the time to trade them now. I think we get well, a first rounder for him. Pre injury, I mean, okay. now. I'm just saying, if you can get uh, exactly, exactly, like Sherman is still an elite lockdown corner, one of the best in the NFL. I think you get a first rounder for him. Let's just say hypothetically you do. What if you end up with a guy like Marshawn Lattimore? Look at what he's doing for the Saints. Right, right. You know, it's that crucial time where, just like you said, he doesn't fall in love with players. You get rid of a guy at the perfect time mm-hmm. when he's not you too old, high. and he's still yeah, you sell high, and he's still elite. 
and you get back, you refresh, you restore your team. And that's something that, unfortunately, we haven't done. No, we made the Cam, mistake. Earl, all these guys are getting older, Bennett. man. Yeah. Bennett. We're getting into those third contracts where, where they're not going to perform the same way they did, and they're expensive. And that's not a good formula to win football games in this league. You got to stay young. You got to stay fresh. Right. You know? So that's one big thing that I see with that franchise over there in New yeah. England who's you, been so dominant. You can't fall in love with players. Yeah, they you just, do. You can fall in love. Think with about them, it, man. They, they flip and restore every single year. Like, I think of Wes Welker, all these guys that have been on the offense. They had Randy Moss at one point. They had uh, Deion Branch, one of their best receivers. Like, they just flip. They don't care who you they are. They traded Deion Branch for yeah. a first-rounder. Yeah. Like, uh, they just... Like, Stephon Gilmore's out this year. They were thinking of getting rid of uh, Butler, one of their best corners, Malcolm Butler. Uh-oh. Like, they just flip everybody. Yeah. does not matter who you are. Yep, and they've been, been that dynasty franchise yeah. that they are yeah. because of it. Well, on that note, uh, you know, speaking of flipping players, did these guys that I'm about to name um, will be free agents. They're 2018 free agents. Have we seen the last, or going to see, you know, at the, end of the, at the end of these two games, if we don't make the playoffs, have have we seen the last of some of these players? You got Jimmy Graham. You want to just? Are we going to go? We'll say one yes by or one? no. Yes or no. Yeah. Let me name some of these off, and then let me know which ones you think we're not. You know, okay. which ones you think are done. You All know, right. and maybe what 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 are we going to get out of these guys? Uh, Jimmy Graham. You got Luke uh, Luke Jokel, Eddie Lacy, Sheldon Richardson, Bradley McDougal. Um, Luke Wilson, Michael Wilhoyt, Deshaun Shedd. You got Paul Richardson, Blair Walsh. He should be gone. He's not an NFL kicker. Marcus Smith. Um, you got Byron Maxwell. You got a lot of these. Um, you got a few other ones. Um, you mentioned Jimmy Graham earlier. Do you think the Seahawks need to get rid of Jimmy Graham? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you can't afford to. This guy's one already one of the highest paid tight ends. Gets ten million a year. Well, unfortunately, we get nothing in return because he's yeah. gonna be a free agent. I mean, maybe a compensation pick, right? You get comp picks when someone takes away your free agents. Oh, so you get, the third you get round, free, you fourth get round, you know, you get money that you now have to spend. That too. You that don't too. Have to spend this yeah. amount of you know on freaking crazy amount of money on this guy. I mean, yeah, I, I think we need to spend money in this other is places. Be obviously, the unpopular opinion, but we need to rebuild. And unfortunately, that may mean that may mean missing the playoffs next year and maybe the year after. But we need to do that. And I say this because I'm a Mariners fan, and they have not rebuilt in a while. They always try to compete and get the pieces necessary, and yeah. that's unfortunately what we can't do with the okay. Seahawks. They need to rebuild. I disagree. I don't like that R word. I think that R word mm. doesn't exist with the Seahawks. It just doesn't. It doesn't exist with this type of franchise. Uh-huh. I'd like the to fan eat. base is too high. Yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. So when you say rebuild, what what key pieces do you get rid of? I heard some people tweeting. Dude, I saw some people tweeting. Crazy talk. I know get, what you're going to say you get, already. You get rid of Russell Wilson. Okay. Crazy what the heck are you talk. Heck about? no. You're, okay. Who are the main pieces you get rid of there? Okay, let, let me say this. You're not going to get a Russell, rid, rid of Russell Wilson. Sorry, I can't talk. <laughs> but um, this is a fortunate situation. Let me tell you why. Because you have Russell Wilson, you have Pete Carroll. Okay. One of the main important things in football is if you have a great coach like Bill Belichick, Mike McCarthy, mm-hmm. and a great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell relevant. Wilson, Pete Carroll, you're going to be relevant. So when I say rebuild, I don't mean they're going to go to the cellar and be like the Niners or the Browns, right? You mean restore. <laughs> we can call it restore. What I mean is you're going to get rid of a bunch of guys and keeping, and you're going to keep Russell Wilson, obviously. And you're going to build you everyone... Not a whole lot of guys. Here, I went through the list and I said who we get rid of. Ready? We get Check rid of. I'm going to write all these down. This might sound crazy, but Jimmy, yes. Luke Jokel, yes. He didn't do crap this year. Keep Luke. Sheldon Richardson, get rid of him. 
Bradley McDougald, I like how he played. If we can keep him, he's good depth to have. He's leaving. If, he, if he's cheap, keep him. I know. He's not going to be. Michael Wilhoy. No. Hold trash. on. Bradley McDougal is leaving. He wants money. We'll see. Desha- I don't think he played to the level to earn top money. Deshaun yeah, Shedd, I, li- I want to keep him because I think we can keep him on a cheap deal because he got hurt. Uh, prove it kind of deal. One yeah. more year. P. Rich. I mean, I would say yes, but if we can get other pieces and move them and, and get a comp pick and get some money, uh, I don't know if we can pay another receiver. Doug Baldwin's already getting top money, and if uh, you'll see that I'm, I'm going to talk about a lot of defensive players. I think we need to restore there to to go back to our philosophy of having a tough defense. Um, Blair Walsh, get rid of him. Eddie Lacy, oh my gosh, get rid of him already. That was now. such a Frank Clark. Trade. I have a question mark because Frank Clark. I mean, this guy's due to get paid. He is. He's a great pass rusher, but he just plays inconsistent sometimes, man. I don't know how many sacks. I don't know if you guys can pull up the sack numbers here in a bit. But I know Michael Bennett has like an incentive where if he gets a certain amount, he gets paid. I don't even know if he has more than Michael Bennett. I think Michael Bennett has seven and a half. I'm not sure. But Frank Clark, I'd like to see a lot more because you guys know when defensive end type, these pass rusher type get paid, yeah. they get paid big money. So are we ready to commit to that? Um, sure. These are possible trade targets. And this might sound crazy because you're revamping the entire team almost, if you think about it. But Sherm, trade target. I think we're a year too late. Cam, Chancellor, we just gave him a new deal. Jeez. He can't stay healthy, man. I don't know. Well, it's probably been three or four years now. I've been well, saying Michael Bennett. Cam Chancellor forever. I, don't if, I don't know if Cam Chancellor is going to play in the NFL again. <laughs> Michael Bennett. Man, that guy gone. has been interested in the things that are not doing, not have anything to do with football, man. Should have been like gone. some national media analysts have gone as far to say that he's a poison to the team. Wow, um, Cliff Averill, he's he's on the side because I think he's retiring. I think he's yeah. done. Like, if you look at this, how much money do we free up if we get rid of all these guys? A lot. Just restore, man. Get. Like I said, it's not rebuild, it's restored. Just we, We're going to be relevant as long as we have a good quarterback and a good coach. Man, there's so many great players out there. I'm even going to go as far as to say, out there. put, put a Earl Thomas on the trade block. Wow, put KJ I don't know about, right on the trade block. I love Earl. I think not, we drafted I, him so see, high. See, but that's our problem. He's still, you love Earl. You but, fell in love with Earl. Yeah. Don't fall in love yeah. with players falling like it's time to get But younger. he's still playing at an elite level. So get rid of him now. Yeah. So you keep Bobby Wagner. Oh, definitely. That's the only one defensive <laughs> guy I keep. LOB. KJ's under Gone. contract. Yeah, KJ. I would put him out there too on the trade block. Wow. I just want to get rid of the whole freaking defense. I'm telling you. We got to keep someone. You can't fall in love with players. You're you fall have a in like with nobody's. But out yeah, there. If, if we get rid of all those guys, I mean, that's like an 8 and 8 season, 8 7 and 9 season. Depends yeah. on how you draft. Depends on True. how much you trust and the And what GM. you get back and for them. Exactly. And then so where do you reinvest that money? You reinvest it. I would like to get a somewhat of a consistent offensive line. That's just me. But I don't know if that's going to help Unless we get a, someone and who can actually run the unfortunately, damn ball. that's not going to happen through the draft. The the linemen are depleted linemen, exactly. every year. Yeah, and yeah. and just the way that the linemen are coming out of college, they're not pro ready. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, you can't build through the draft for linemen. Get rid of all these guys, save as much money as you can, and hit it in free agency. And if not, gel with these guys, and you've put yourself in a position where you need these guys. But I'm saying, the get one rid area, of Earl Thomas, yeah. get rid of KJ Wright, put them out wow. there, see what you can get. Obviously, yeah. and if if you know if you can get like a second and a or a third and yeah. or a first for KJ Et, like do it. The one place, it. the one place where you can. Revamp your defense quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the revamp your team quickly is defense, because those guys are coming out each and every year. They get pumped out like 
like cereal out of a bag. Those guys, <laughs> defensive players are always there. Yeah, Look at Jalen Ramsey, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. So many guys that come out of college, and those guys are pro-ready. Mm-hmm. You know? They make an impact and right who knows? away. We could have some gems in the guys that haven't been starting because these old guys are starting. Yeah. You know? So um, I think that's one of the biggest things. We haven't been able to stay healthy. Obviously, this defense is getting older. Yeah. And that's not going to help, man. You need to have everyone out there. Like we've said before, the best ability is availability. So. Yeah. All For right, me, well. there's only two untouchables on this team. Everybody okay. else depends what you can get. There's <laughs> Russell crazy. Wilson and Bobby Wagner. That's it. What about That's Dwayne it. Brown? Nope. Dwayne Brown? Really? Yeah. I, I think we finally have a left tackle. I know. And those are hard to find. See, but what I'm saying is I think that everybody has a value. And if you can get something that they're, you know, some ridiculous value— I'm all yeah. for it. That's true. That's, That's what true. I'm saying. There's two untouchables for me. Everybody else has a value. You know, I'm not saying they should trade them away. I'm saying... Depending on what they can exactly. offer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying with E.T. and K.J. I, I love those guys. They've done so yeah. much for this franchise, but they have a value. And if someone will, is willing to overpay, you do it. Mm-hmm. But that Russell Wilson talk, that's crazy, that's right? Stupid. That, that's stupid. That's, that's just stupid. How like, hard you don't is it find to get a yeah. franchise quarterback? You guys ever go into Twitter no. and just go like deep into Twitter, you know, when you're Here's just looking at all the replies? Here's another so crazy people, one. bro, that are saying trade Russell. That's are so dumb. Oh that is the dumbest gosh. thing I've ever heard. You don't okay. just trade a franchise quarterback. Without him, without him, we're three and whatever team. We're the three wins. Okay, real quick. Is it time for a coaching change? Well, That's I think tough. if you get a coaching change, you get a GM change. I honestly don't think these guys, I, I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, has his message worn thin? That's one That's one thing I've heard, you know? Pete Carroll, the same thing happened when he was in college. Well, it did. I think his teams did. went from amazing to like. Well, yeah, and, and, and one thing I noticed and I was looking at was that kind of tend to have, that happened when, you know, you got really good offenses in the Pac-10, mm-hmm. the Pac-12. What the heck happened? You know what I mean? So it's one of the things that, and you know, it kind of worries me, to be honest with you. As a Seahawks fan, as someone who has a vet invested interest into this team, you yeah. know, what, what the heck is going to happen? You know, as far as coaching goes, I believe it goes one way or the other. You either obviously restore, rebuild, whatever we want to call it, or you let go of the coach and GM. But here's the thing for me. You keep Pete Carroll because his message isn't what gets old. The message doesn't get old. The it's players, the players. Yeah. And the so, players. So true. That message is, you know, these guys were young, hungry, and they bought into this system and this message. What needs to happen now is you get some other young guys, young and hungry, mm-hmm. Shaquille Griffin, mm-hmm. that'll buy into Pete Carroll's message. His message is a great message. You come out here, you compete, you earn your spot, and obviously that paid dividends for us when we won the Super Bowl yeah. and we're competitive all these years. So for me, it's not so much the coaching and the message. It's more the players. So I'd be happy to keep Pete Carroll. He's one of the, the greats in coaching, I believe. I think you keep him too. Yeah. I don't think, I think that's crazy. I think I put that in the same category as trading Russell Wilson. Crazy talk. That's crazy talk, man. Okay. You don't do that. I'm not, I'm, at least me, I'm not ready to do that. You know, yeah. I, I haven't same, seen same enough. Here. At the end of the day, look, perspective is everything. I, that's one of the things that I try to live by, like perspective, man. Like so many times we complain about so many things in life, right? And I can go on a rant about perspective, but just looking at this last game, perspective, how many times, you know, how many games have we been in? Where we've had this many pro bowlers, this many of our key players injured, you know, yeah, gone. You that's a look huge at perspective. Part. That is a huge, huge part. 
Now, yeah, I know it was scary. I mean, to get blown out like that, like you gotta question a lot of you gotta question a lot of things. You gotta you gotta question heart, man. Like every these, phase of the game. Yeah, do these players even want to be out there? You know what I mean? For you to play like this at home, man, yeah. at home, bro. You know, yeah, you do. But at the end of the day, it's perspective. Now, if this becomes a trend, or if you see if you start to see certain things like this, where certain certain players don't show up, or you know, if the offense or the defense or special teams just doesn't show up, then I think you may need to start thinking about what what's going on in that locker room. What's right. that talk? What, what's going on? You know, yeah. because it's it's definitely showing. Unfortunately, right now the locker room is not Pete Carroll's. It's all these you know these guys have grown up in the system, and and they all you know they're a super diverse locker room with a bunch of voices. And bunch of alphas. Exactly. And so you you get rid of them and get what you can and rebuild and restore and, and get a bunch of young guys hungry and, and that are willing to buy into Pete Carroll's message. Real quick, man, because this is one thing that I've been hearing a lot, too. Um, you know, is this the end of an era? And if it is, did you guys enjoy it? Yeah. Did you guys enjoy it, the, the, two, the, the huge run we had? Heck yeah, did you feel it. like you enjoyed it enough? I don't know, man. Because if this is crazy, man, think about this team without Cam, Sherm, Bennett. Like, I still love these guys, you know? Like, they brought us a Super Bowl, man. Never forget that. <laughs> that was so crazy. You guys remember that? Uh, yeah. We were in downtown Seattle going crazy with people, random people. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget that, man. This is my youth, and I get to tell my kids one day, you know? Yeah. That was an amazing team. I'll never forget it, but it does it. It doesn't give me a pass on ha- keeping these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't. You so, can't. So the question though is: at the end of an era? Yeah. Is yes. It? Yes. So, it has to be. So you don't think this team will come if this team stays somewhat the same with a lot of these players, somewhat the same next season? Next we're season, we're not. We're not top dogs. Nope. We're not making the playoffs. No, because no, we kept all those guys this season and we're not top dogs. They all got hurt. Most of them got hurt without injuries. An- without injuries. Okay, how good were they without injuries? They lost to the Titans. They barely beat the Niners. They barely beat the Rams. That's a good point. Yeah. This is the end of an era. These guys need to go. I love all these guys, and I'm glad that we were able to take care of them. But it's time to take care of the team, and I think John Schneider knows that. It's about the team and the system, not the players. Yeah. And you've seen so much success out of New England because that's exactly what they've mm-hmm. done. That's yeah. true. Unfortunately, it's yeah. crazy, man. It's a business. Like I love these guys. I don't. I don't want you guys to misunderstand me. Yeah. But as far as football goes, done. <laughs> you, you can't End fall in love with players like that. Gosh, you know? That last it, it hurts. Nothing. I feel like that era. I know, man. Was so quick. I feel like you know what I mean. It hurts. But put it in this perspective, man. How many teams other than the the Patriots have that opportunity to go to the Super Bowl twice right. and to be competitive for as long as we have been? One stupid play away from back to back. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm happy with what we were able to do and, and just make this rebuild and restore as quick as possible and, and you know, minimize the damage by doing it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, to wrap up the Seahawks chatter, because I want to talk a little bit about the um, the NFL playoffs and what you guys, you know, what you guys see panning out in the crazy NFC. And then obviously the AFC is just heating up. we got some games going on right now. Got some, you know, some other interesting. Please, Justin going Tucker, on. kick 15 points. I'm in. I'm in the fantasy championships real quick, guys. And my kicker's playing right now. I hope you're doing work. Check the score. What's the score right now? Uh, I'll check it. Go ahead. You can talk about the next topic. I'll let you. Go. I'll fill you guys in. But um, to to wrap up the Seahawks chatter, real quick, yes or no? Do the Seahawks make the playoffs this season? <laughs> because it's, I mean, it's still it's still possible. 
Hey, it's, he has three points. I'm doing good. Okay. <laughs> so do this do this yes or no? Did the well, Seahawks make it? Obviously the it's out of our hands and uh go Saints and go Panthers. That's who we're rooting beats the Falcons. Um so we'll see what happens. Uh but it's out of our hands, man, and unfortunately I think it's more of a no than than a yes. I think it's a no. Yeah. I mean it's like what twenty percent chance I saw online somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's probably not. You had to put money on it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. So it sucks, man. But this is one thing I wanted to get you guys' perspective on. You know, right now we sit at what eight, eight and six. Mm-hmm. We win two games. We're ten and six. That's a that's a good football team. That's wait, the wait, wait, hold Sixth on, year in a, in a row that we would win ten games under Russell. Or but we need to win those two games. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you need to take care of Dallas. Oh, yes. at, at Dallas, which is going to be a good game. Elliot. I wait, think wait, these wait. guys are going to come out pissed, man, because that was trash that okay. we put out last week. Pissed or not, the well, we'll Cowboys see, are going to we'll come see. out healthy. We'll see. We'll see. You got Dallas. That's a terrible defense last, over there. And then you got the last game in Arizona. It's a terrible defense versus a terrible offense. I mean, Russell has been really good this year. His, this was a bad game. I agree with you, but that we've we've been serviceable. You know. I don't know what where we where we. I think he's like top three in the league in passing yards. He's been good. Yeah, not anymore. Well, yeah, after the the past two he's games, like but still fifth or sixth. Um, yeah. So I wanted to get you guys' perspective on this. We win two games. We're ten and six. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a terrible season, barring all the injuries we had. Okay, we lose two games. We're eight and eight. That sounds horrible. Ooh. And we go one and one, nine and, and seven. Nine and seven. I mean, how much does whatever happen? change your perspective on this season like does it give you a does does it make you feel a little bit better if this team could get to 10 and 6 no. and really just miss the playoffs because of a great NFC no. conference no they underperformed even if they win it the doesn't next make two you feel games. better if we win it the does. next nope. they underperformed 10 and 6 look at the payroll i mean we're a field goal away that if you think about it that Blair Walsh game 2 yards or whatever a yard away from that 50 yard field goal he mm-hmm. tried from being in the playoffs, but you can't if they say, win the next two games, you can't say that because we're also a drop away from losing to the Rams that second or third week we played. Oh, them. that's true. That's true. I mean, it, it balances out. Yeah. And for me, they can win the next two games and even make the playoffs. We already underachieved. If you look at the payroll, we're not paying for a ten and six team. Man, that's that true. That's true. Be a I think we can all agree team. that we started this, the the year with Super Bowl aspirations, and mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. what we expect yeah. from our guys. I think that's what we said at the begin- the first podcast. Of course. And it was, and we weren't the only ones. National media was saying the same thing too. Yeah, exactly. Mike and Mike, I still remember when Number Mike and Mike two still existed. Mike and no, Mike, yeah. both of them said, Seahawks. "I have the Seahawks making it to the, I have the Seahawks wow. making it to the Super Bowl this year, and they might even win it." And now we look at it, you know, <laughs> it's just it's, it's crazy. Man. Only one thing that they can do that'll make me feel better about this season. Obviously, they got to win the next two games. Things got to go our way. But say they do make the playoffs, right? I believe they can be dangerous. And yeah. I only say that because there's a lot of young guns making the playoffs this year. That's, man, so I'd let's love, go over the quarterbacks. Case Keenum, Jared Goff, Nick Foles. Do you really trust any of those guys in a playoff scenario with the game on the line, two exactly. minutes left? So That's true. That's one thing that I don't trust in those one, teams. That's the one thing that gives me hope is if we make the playoffs. It's anybody's game in the NFC yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Make the playoffs and it's anybody's game. I can see any of those teams. And I can't lie to you guys, man. I have that hope that we still get in and so if we I believe that too. We could in, you know, help a casual fan. Yeah, yeah. If we get in into the playoffs, speaking of the playoff picture now, we're gonna get into the AFC. But how far do we have to go to make it a good Who doesn't make it in? Refresh my memory. So if we if we make it in, that means the Falcons don't make it in. Okay, because the Falcons would be the ones I would be. And the Cowboys. And the Cowboys, yeah. This next game is do or die. Whoever loses is out. Wow. So it's like playoff, yeah, playoff chances yeah. are just yep. done. Yep. Yeah. And even if we win out, we're not guaranteed to get in. So Exactly. We'll but yeah, if if we get in, the Falcons are out, the Cowboys are out, the Lions are out. Mm-hmm. 
And it would be Eagles, Vikings, Rams, Saints, Panthers, Saints, Panthers us. Something like that. Who also, okay, so we would have, you were asking who would be, we, <laughs> what quarterbacks would we be afraid of? Really is anybody's game. Yeah. I mean, I think the only the proven guys are Cam and, and Drew Brees exactly. in that scenario. And that'd be the most dangerous teams for me. And the, us, three, yeah, three, I, I, I three out of the six. I mean, that's like half of your chances. You know, of getting this in the playoffs, the it experience changes. plays yeah, it a lot. Does. It really right? does. And these guys have been there, done that. So I'm not saying they're going to make it because it's a long shot. But if they make it, it's anybody's game, and it's okay. Th- and if we they make dangerous. it, how far do you want them to get to like make you feel better about this season? NFC, NFC Championship. championship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you NFC have to. Sorry, you you have that to. First game. Because if you don't make the NFC Championship, that means you lost to either Nick Foles, Case Keenum, or Goff. Well, they have a bye week, though. The Vikings True. and Eagles have a bye week. So we would be playing the Panthers or Saints or who else am I missing? Panthers, Panthers or Saints. Saints. Or one one of the uh, three, either the or Vikings the Rams. or the Rams or the <sighs> Eagles. And most likely the Eagles have locked up a bye. Yeah. So it's between the Vikings and the Rams. And for me, the Rams, I think, have locked up a bye. So you could potentially be looking at a rematch against the Rams, which, oh, that'd be so tasty and savory. Mm. They haven't if been there. Won. They wow. haven't done that. That's true, man. So I'm saying they we got our butts handed to us. And it could very well happen in the playoffs. But I think experience plays way more of a role than it does in the regular season. Well, you can bet that we'll be keeping an eye on those scoreboards for sure. Hoping, yeah, praying. Definitely. And unfortunately, we have to. So what's going to happen in the AFC then? Oh, I think that's locked up. Uh, so you got the Patriots and the Steelers, Steelers at 11 Looks like the Patriots locked up that home throughout. Yeah, because uh, the win against the Steelers. The Jaguars are at third at 10-4. and Then you got the Chiefs and Titans at 8-6. and six. Man, I and wish we were in that conference this year. Looking in, it's the Ravens at eight and six, and the Chargers at seven and seven. So, Any of those teams surprise you, or do you think they? I really believe in the Chargers, out? man, and they Same blew here. that last game, oh, so their yeah, chances cool. look pretty bad. Drew Brees was just looking bad, bad. Drew, uh, I'm you mean sorry, Philip Rivers. Phil, 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 uh, yeah, Rivers was just looking horrible, horrible that game. last game. It was crazy to watch, but so really, all eyes on the NFC, though, man. All eyes yeah, on the, the NFC. NFC's yeah. pretty stacked up right now, so yeah. Messy. Which um, I want to hear from from you um, if you're if you're still listening if you're still you know keeping you know keeping locked down on the podcast here. Let me know on Twitter. Let us know on Twitter um, what you guys think the Seahawks should do on some of these topics that we've covered. Should the Seahawks rebuild? You know um, what what free agents um, or what what players that are still not free agents should they trade? You know Ike over here with freaking hot takes saying we need to get rid of the whole lob, getting rid of everybody. <laughs> what do you think? Hit us up on Twitter. I'm it's David Fabian. Sam, my name is Sam Nunez Jr. I- Ike Barajas. Hit us up. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to get into? I mean, go Hawks, man. We'll see. Yeah. It's out of our control. We got to look at the scoreboard, unfortunately, uh, while yeah. watching the game. So And go my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trust the process. for me, I can't say that. And just, man, give me like two minutes to talk baseball, man. Go for it, man. So Mariners signed Juan Icasio, um for... I saw every, that come in. Everybody doesn't know who that is. I mean, baseball, it's one of those sports where there's too many guys to really keep Way up with. Yeah, I know. So they signed Juan Icasio And, hey, I'm honestly impressed with the Mariners this offseason. They've... Obviously missed out on the Otani sweepstakes, but they didn't get worse. They got they definitely got better. They uh, they addressed this need that they had for pitching with Juan Nicasio. Um, last year we got some guy named Mike Leak who's been great, serviceable as a third guy in our rotation. And 
I've been hearing that we may uh, sometime in the year go to a six-man rotation, which I think would be very helpful to keep our guys fresh and healthy. Definitely. And um, so I'm excited for this year. Unfortunately, the thing that goes against us is our whole division's gotten better. The the LA Angels have made moves. They obviously got Otani. Yeah. They got Ian Kinsler. They got Cozart. They got a bunch of guys to definitely solidify that team. The Rangers, those that's the one team that always is there competing. Mm-hmm. Uh, athletics aren't they're a couple years away. Um, yeah, and the yeah, Astros, Astros, man, yeah. those guys are just stacked up. So we got better, but so did everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Do the, Seattle, um, do, the, do the Mariners make the playoffs? Is this the year that we finally make the playoffs? If we don't, we're the sixth or seventh team. Jeez. So, yeah, I, that, that, that goes to speak how good they are. They're that... They're, so if you compare it to the NFL, they're the Chargers, the Lions, the I guys right in the hunt, looking in, unfortunately. And it's tough because we've given a lot, a lot of, given up a lot of our farm, a lot of our young guys' prospects mm-hmm. to get these guys to come complement the Robbie Canoes <coughs> and the Nelson Cruises. And unfortunately, we're kind of in a situation like the Hawks. It's right. a lot of these old guys that are expensive, and who knows what you can get from them now, you know? Yeah. So. It's tough, and I'm I'm gonna go as far as to say if if by the middle of the year, you're not you're looking in, you sell everybody. Dang. You sell everybody. Get Including younger. Felix. Yeah, you get what you can because I mean I'm the <laughs> I'm sorry, but you, you it's been so long since we've made the playoffs, and it just we might have to prolong it a little more just to get these young guys and do what mm-hmm. the Astros have done. You know, you you build through your farm system, and right now. It sucks because our farm system looks weak. So it's honestly really up to the the team that we produce at the major league level. Mm-hmm. It's their job to make the playoffs and make a run for it because it's not in our, our young guns, right. unfortunately. Yeah. Well, hit us up on uh, social media as we watch the last uh, the last two games of the of the regular season with the Seahawks and we'll cross our fingers and see how it goes. I mean, all you mm-hmm. can do is watch. It's out of our control, like he said. So yeah. thank you so much for listening. Um, and uh, go Hawks. Merry Christmas. Go Hawks. Merry Christmas. Triple B's on the